today's reading is from the book of Genesis, the 22nd chapter, verses 1 through 14. Sometime later, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Then God said, take your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains I will tell you about. Early the next morning, Abraham got up and saddled his donkey. He took with him two of his servants and his son Isaac. When he had cut enough wood for the burnt offering, he set out for the place God had told him about. On the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. He said to his servants, stay here with the donkey while I and the boy go over there. We will worship and, when we, and then we will come back to you. Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and placed it on his son Isaac, and he himself carried the fire and the knife. As the two of them went on together, Isaac spoke up and said to his father, Abraham, Father? Yes, my son, Abraham replied. The fire and the wood are here, Isaac said, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son, and the two of them went on together. When they reached the place God had told him about, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood on it. He bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. But the, uh, Then he reached out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called out to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Do not lay a hand on the boy, he said. Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. Abraham looked up, and there in a thicket he saw a ram caught by its horns. He went over and took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called the place the Lord will provide. And to this day it is said, on the mountain of the Lord it will be provided. This is the word of the Lord. The second reading is from the book of Hebrews, the 11th chapter, beginning with the first verse. Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. By faith, he made his home in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city with foundations, whose architect and builder is God. By faith, Abraham, even though he was past age and Sarah herself was barren, was enabled to become a father because he considered him faithful who had made the promise. And so from this one man, and he as good as dead, came descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as countless as the sand on the seashore. By faith Abraham, when God tested him, offered Isaac as a sacrifice. He who had received the promises was about to sacrifice his one and only son, even though God said to him, it is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. Abraham reasoned that God could raise the dead, and figuratively speaking, he did receive Isaac back from the dead. This is the word of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father, and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. It's going to be okay. It's a G-rated movie, and I promise you everything is going to work out in the end, I've had to say that line a few times to my kids. When we're watching a movie and they get really upset or scared 
Or, or they're thinking, Dad, why are you showing us this movie? Everything is going wrong. And I say, it's okay. It's a G-rated movie. I promise you, everything's going to work out in the end. Have you ever had that feeling? I've, I've sensed that with my kids. We're watching something and, and they, there's no way in their mind that they think this is going to work out. It just can't happen. And maybe you're the same way. If you like to watch TV or movies, I, I like tragedies. Okay? I, I don't mind if they don't all work out in the end. But my kids need to have it all work out in the end. And I think that's what G rating means. It's, it's a general rating that means for everybody because in the end, it's all going to be okay. Well, today we get to one of those stories. You get to one of those stories and you're, you're getting into the middle of the story and you're like, really? How, how is this going to work out? I mean, God, you're, you're in control, right? How are you going to make this work out? It's the story of Abraham and Isaac. Father Abraham. Abraham was the first person that God made a covenant with to say, through you, I'm going to bless all people. I am going to send a savior through you. And you are going to be a blessing to the nations. And, pe and people are going to bless you. And I'm going to bless all people through you. Abraham. That's why we call him Father Abraham. It's through Abraham that God is going to send a savior. Now the story didn't start out so well. Because Abraham's 100 years old, and he doesn't have any kids. It's kind of hard to have descendants when you don't have any kids. And so God makes a promise with Abraham. He tells Abraham that he's going to have the descend same number of descendants as the stars in the heavens and the, the sands on, on, the, on the seashore. And when Abraham tells his wife, she laughs. She's the same age. But they have a son. They have a son named Isaac, and they name him Laughter, Isaac, because she laughed when she heard that story. And so now we get to the, the story for today. And God tells Abraham to take his son, his one and only son, Isaac, the one he loves, and he tells him to go and sacrifice him. Now, this is the first time and the last time in all of Scripture that God calls for a human sacrifice. And right away, you say, this is not a G-rated movie. Because human sacrifice, that, that, that's not something that's for everybody. And so you say, God, what are you doing here? How can you make this work out? But Abraham, Abraham trusts God. In our reading for today, Abraham says, I will go. It starts in verse 1. God tests Abraham and he said to him, Abraham. And he says, here am I. And God says, take your son, your only son Isaac, and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains that I will tell you about. Now Abraham, we see Abraham's trusting in God. I mean, Abraham had already seen what God could do. God allowed he and his wife in their old age to have Isaac in the first place. And so we don't sense any hesitation from Abraham. 
I think I'd be a little bit hesitant. But Abraham knows, I think, that he's in a G-rated story. That this is for all people. And that God's going to make it work out. It says in verse 3, Early the next morning, Abraham got up and he saddled his donkey. He took with him two of his servants and his son Isaac. When he had cut enough wood for the burnt offering, he set off for the place that God had told him about. And on the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. And he said to his servants, stay here with the donkey, and I and the boy will go over there, and we will worship, and then we will come back to you. Without hesitation, Abraham does it. And we have this hint of Abraham's faith that comes out in this reading because he tells the servants, the two servants, stay here. We will go and worship and we will come back to you. Abraham's not sure how this is going to happen, but he trusts God. Based on what he already knew about God and how God had provided, Abraham again trusted that even though God is asking him to go and give up something he loves dearly, that they're both going to come back somehow. We have in our, in our epistle lesson from Hebrews, the author of Hebrews gives us a little more insight. Abraham believed that even if God had let Abraham go through with sacrificing Isaac, that he could raise Isaac from the dead. And so Abraham says, we're going to go and worship. And, and the idea of worship is, is giving of yourself, giving over what you have to the Lord. And that's exactly, I mean, in a, in a very real sense, Abraham and Isaac are going to worship. They're going to, to give over to the Lord what they have and that they would both be back. So believing God, he goes and, and, and takes wood for the burnt offering in verse 6. Abraham took wood for the burnt offering and placed it on his son Isaac. Now we're going to see that later on that there are some similarities between Isaac and Jesus himself. And, and there's one right there. He carries the wood and the fire and the knife. Now can you just imagine Isaac? Now he hasn't heard what's really going on here. Isaac is just going along with his dad. And, and he says, okay, um, we're going to, to have an offering. We're going to go worship. So, okay, we've got the wood. Uh, we've got fire. We've got a knife. Everything. Wait a second. We're missing something. We're missing the sacrifice. So Isaac says, dad, where's the sacrifice? Abraham, not lying to his son, but he says, don't worry, God's going to provide it. So they keep going. Abraham has to be wondering, God, what are you doing? I know you're in control. I know you, you've got a plan. I just don't see it yet. But he trusts that this is a G-rated movie. That everything's going to work out in the end. So in verse 9, Abraham builds an altar arranges the wood on top of it, and he binds his son Isaac, and he lays him on top of the wood. Now, Abraham's very old at this point. He's probably around 130 years old. 
Isaac we think of as being a boy, but he was probably a man by this time. Not fully grown, not married yet, but in, in the Hebrew language, it, it allows for him to be close to 30 years old, maybe even 33 years old. So we have a sense here for him to be bound by a 130-year-old man that Isaac himself submitted. We don't have all of the story here. There's a pretty good chance that Isaac willingly, trusting his dad, trusting the Lord, again, God was in control. Isaac allows himself to be bound and placed upon the altar. Now, Isaac does, or uh, Abraham doesn't say, okay, we're going to put on a really good show here. Let's, maybe, maybe we can fool God. Well, I'll, I'll bring a, a fake knife and uh, you squirm around a little bit and I'll pretend like I get you and, uh, and then we'll just go home and, and, and act like this didn't happen. No, Abraham uses a real rope. He really binds him. He really reaches in. And it says, he reached out his hand, took his knife to slay his son. And this is at the point when my kids would go, Dad, why are we watching this movie? How is this going to work out? And again, I say, this is G-rated. This is for everybody. The author of this story knows how it's going to end. And I promise you, it's going to end okay. And it's at this point when the Lord says, Abraham, Abraham, stop. Now I know that you really trust me. You were willing to give up your one and only son. Put down the knife. And then everything changes. Then we start to see that God really was in control. And what does God do? He provides a sacrifice. It says that Abraham looked and he saw in the thicket a ram caught by its horns. He went over and he took the ram and he sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called the place the Lord will provide. And Moses adds this commentary. And to this day, it is said, on the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. On the mountain of the Lord. So Abraham takes the same knife, the same rope, the same altar, and he sacrifices the ram. Showing that God would provide. The question for us today is do we believe that? Do we believe that God will provide? Are, willing, are we willing to take whatever God has given to us and say, Lord, it's yours. It's, it's not mine. I trust that you are in control. You're in control of, of all of me. You're in control of my stuff. I'm willing to lay it down for you. I know you've provided for me, but Lord, whatever's mine is yours. It's hard for us to, to put down our possessions because we want to hold on to everything so tightly. It's mine. 
But what we see from Abraham today in our story is he was willing to lay it down so that he could receive something even greater. He was willing to lay down his one and only son, the one whom God had given to him. And, and Abraham could have said, this, this isn't your plan, God. I, I, I know because you just don't do this kind of thing. I, I, I'm going to keep, you gave it to me, I'm just going to keep it. I, I'm not going to listen to that voice. I'm not, it, this isn't right. He doesn't. Abraham completely trusts in the Lord. And I believe God is calling us to completely trust in the Lord, to say, Lord, I know you've given this to me, but whatever, it, whatever that means, I, it's for you. Everything I have is for you. My stuff, my possessions, even if you take it away, I'm going to trust you. Even if, even if fire, even if a tornado, even if the big one, if you're in California and the big one comes and takes everything away, Lord, I'm going to trust in you. It's not mine. It's yours. Or how about our occupation? Lord, I know you've given me these skills and I'm doing this work, but if for some reason I lose this job or if you call me to another position, it's for you. Maybe it's our plans and our dreams. So many times we, we think we know exactly the plan. Abraham probably thought he knew exactly the plan, but God, God had a different plan. It's happened more than once here at Cornerstone that I've known somebody that they were nearing retirement, they had everything set even the week before they were ready to move, and bam, something happens. A physical ailment a stroke, a death of a family member. We're right there, God. I know this is the plan you have for me, and it gets taken away from us. Or maybe it's even our relationships. Maybe it's a divorce. Maybe it's a death, death of a spouse or death of even a child. God is calling us not to cling too tightly to the things of this world but to trust that he's in control, that we can lay them down at his feet and say, Lord, I, I believe that this is a G-rated movie, that you are in control. And that in the end, it's all going to work out. How do we know this? How do we know that it's all going to work out? Because the G-rated movie that, that we are living in the G stands for God. It stands for his plan. You see, before God even made that covenant with Abraham, he told Adam and Eve how it was going to work out. He said that he was going to send a son. He was going to send a savior that was going to crush Satan's head and was going to defeat sin and death. You see, it was about a, a father who had a son who had a one and only son that he loved, that he laid down, that he did sacrifice, the one human sacrifice that was the sacrifice for all. It was a G-rated sacrifice because it was a general audience. It was for everybody. Jesus Christ came, laid down his life willingly at 33 years old. 
He carried the wood for his sacrifice on his back as he carried the cross. And you see the hill, Mount Moriah, where Abraham went to sacrifice his son Isaac? It's the very same hill that Jesus Christ died on. It was on the hill that God provided that God provided a sacrifice, that God provided the payment for our sin, payment that would, that would satisfy the Father for the brokenness of this world. Jesus Christ came willingly as he prayed, Lord, not my will, but your will be done. And God made good on his promise to Abraham that he would bless all people through him. That's how we know how the story ends. We see it written in the pages of scripture. We see it in our lives as God allows us to release the things that we hold on to too tightly and say, Lord, because of what you've done through your son, Jesus Christ, I know how this all ends. I don't have to hold it on for myself. May the Lord allow his spirit to work through us. To trust in the father who released his son on our behalf. Our savior, Jesus Christ. Today, will you pray with me? Father, thank you for what you've done. We thank you, Lord, for the picture that we see in the Old Testament of a father who laid down his son. But Lord, you didn't make him go through with it. You promised that through him a savior would come, the real lamb of God, the final sacrifice. Lord, we thank you for the forgiveness that comes through him. And we pray, Lord, that in our lives that we can trust in you because we know how the story ends. Lord, through your Holy Spirit, help us to worship you with all we have. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.